This is WMNF Tampa and WMNF.org on the web. Replay Guitar Exchange is proud to support Live Music Showcase. Generations Cosmetic and Family Dentistry is supporting WMNF and Live Music Showcase. Generations Cosmetic Family Dentistry is a modern dental office providing both routine and complete treatments, including improving smiles. More at gendentistry.com. Many's the day with you I ramble. It's Music of the Isles on WMNF in Tampa. I'm Bill Dudley with co-host Sean Sexton. And the good news is that Music of the Isles is still on the air at 88.5. You can hear us at 6 o'clock Saturday morning just before Bluegrass or anytime you want to listen at WMNF.org slash Isles. We'll see you soon on Music of the Isles from WMNF. Welcome to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We are live in studio with Jordan Esker and The 100%. Hey. How you doing, man? Great. Great. How, are, How you? are you? I'm just excited to hear some of your music. Thank, Thank you. You, you look, look really, really good, good over there. there. I love the lighting. You guys, you guys are doing an amazing job. job. I do my best, man. Let's hear that first song. Sure. sure. This, this is, is called, called Board Again. Again. Hit, Hit it, boys. boys. was home, so I could watch from someone else's land. To decide if I regret not going. To the heart, this one and the big and forget. Time is awful nice. I have news. Thanks. 
Genesis Live Music Showcase. We're live in studio with Jordan Esker and the 100% Bored Again. Not Born Again. Bored Again. Don't need to be born again. My Sundays are busy already as it is. We're going to be uh, listening to some more of Jordan's music here in the uh, live music studio here at WMNF. Live, live, live here on the uh, radio. You can also listen to this show in podcast form on Spotify and Apple Music. Just search Live Music Showcase. And if you want to see the action right now, if you want to see the handsome devil that's singing those dulcet tones right now and those high soprano notes, you can go to Facebook and search Live Music Showcase, WMNF's Live Music Showcase, and tune into the live stream we've got going on right now. We've got a huge camera rig set up. We've got a bunch of people working behind the scenes to make it look good. Let's hear that next song, man. Let's do it. Sure, it's, it's called, called Promise, Promise to the Anonymous. The Anonymous.
You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on WMNF 88.5. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio with Jordan Esker and the 100%. Keep it going, man. Let's hear that next song. What's this next one called? Never get back. Listening to Live Music Showcase here on 
I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live in studio with Jordan Esker. Coming up here in just a few minutes, we're going to dig into Jordan Esker. I think since Jordan, you're such a uh, you've been you've been such an integral part of the music scene here in Tampa for so long. I think oh, you thanks. and me are gonna we're gonna talk a little trash about the Tampa music scene because <laughs> I think that there's plenty of trash to talk. <laughs> yeah, and I can sure. tell that you're laughing, so that tells me that you agree with me. I can, I can talk, talk trash, trash and reverse on it immediately. Exactly. Sure. Right. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll see. We'll see what yeah, we get into. Cow. We'll see what we get into. But let's hear that next song, man. What's this next one about? Uh, this, uh, this is, is called, called "But Not, Not Me." Me. Um, it's, it's about, about uh, social, social anxiety, anxiety pretty, pretty much, much, and, and just, just not, not being able, able to, talk to talk to each other, other normally. normally. Yeah, that relatable.
angels in synthesizers. Jordan Esker in the 100% live in studio here on Live Music Showcase. We do the show every Friday at 2 p.m. after the news headlines. We hope you come and stick around with us every single week. You can listen to us live on the radio at 88.5 FM. You can listen live on the website at WMNF.org. And you can listen in podcast form on Spotify and Apple Music. Just search Live Music Showcase and hit that follow button so that you get notifications every time we drop new episodes, which is every Friday. So, um, let's see. Do we have one more in us real quick? Yeah? yeah? yeah. Love that. We'll do one more, and then we're going to dive into a little bit of talk about the Tampa Bay music scene, a little bit about Jordan Esker himself, and uh, I really want to, I one thing, I listen to your music a little bit here and there when I'm just kind of like doing my own thing. For some reason, it always happens to come on when I'm like going grocery shopping. I want to talk about how you come up, like how you come up with your chord progressions because they always make me hungry. And I want to know if that's by design. We'll talk about it after this song. Right. Let's do it.
You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5 WMNF. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. We're live here in studio with Jordan Esker and the 100%. I want to get a quick uh, sound off from the 100%. How's the 100% doing? How's everybody doing today? How are we all doing? Doing great. Tremendous. Fantastic. Tremendous. Fantastic. On a scale of 1 to 100, where are we at today? 101. 101. Okay. <laughs> so it's officially Jordan Esker and the 101%. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. One for every Dalmatian. So... <laughs> Yeah, those aren't going to stop. Sorry, guys. Yeah, my, jokes, my jokes are like gut punches if you're not nauseous by the end of it. I just learned where Dalmatia actually was like two days ago. For what? Some reason. You just a, learned where Dalmatia was. Dang. You said 101 Dalmatians. Sorry, hang on. There's a place called Dalmatia? This is news is, to me. Yeah. This is news to me, too. Oh. It's actually We're going to move there. It's a, it's a region. It's a region. Oh, Tell yeah. us where it is. Where is Dalmatia? East, Eastern Europe, Croatia, and like that whole area, Albania. And, and those dogs come yeah. from there? I, I don't know. I about hope so. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> they right? have to. Wouldn't that be hilarious if they were like that's their biggest claim to fame, and they're like, <laughs> we don't even have anything to do with those dogs. <laughs> probably. We don't know why you named them after us. <laughs> they are kind of aggressive, I think. They're probably they are. It's true. Yeah, a little fun fact for the dog lovers out there. They're yeah. cute, but uh, yeah. watch out. All right, so Jordan. As far as your music goes, uh, how many songs have you written about Dalmatians? No, oh, I'm kidding. Um, that's a joke. The last one was. The last was, one was about uh, them, for sure. I was trying to get that black and white thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. So speaking of, of like, your songwriting and your songwriting yeah. style, uh, first of all, if you could describe your songwriting style in one sentence, uh-huh. what would you call it? How would you put it? Um, um, well, I call it emo soul all the time. Yeah. But I, the emo genre is evolving so much that I really can't claim it. I can't do that anymore, really. Really? I don't know. It's it's so it's like on a a whole new. We have like you know I don't even know which wave we're on right now, but it's like you know so far beyond what it was when I was growing up. Basically, that's the reason I ask because yeah. I hear I hear elements. There's like funk and soul in there. I hear it. There's yeah. a groove in there. There's yeah. a nice pocket on that bass. Yeah. Which uh, by the way, that bass sounded real good. Very nice. There Those two go. extra strings Thank did you. come in handy. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you. But also, there's a. I hear prog rock almost. Oh sure. I yeah. hear. I almost hear like um, the whole concept album. You know, the whole yeah. concept album thing. I could yeah. hear that being a potential thing as well. But like, what did you grow up with that inspired you to write like this? Um, well, music like, wise, yeah. Like I said, like a lot. The first music I got into was like Mill and Colin, and like a lot of you know the the pop punk stuff from like the late nineties. Sure, Jimmy World. World. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's my used to be my favorite band, and well, still kind of is in yeah. some ways. But mm-hmm. that, and then you know, just over time, I've slowly gotten more into like soul yeah. and everything, and um, so I'm always like coming from that past and then trying to add the mm-hmm. soul stuff in and like blend them together in a do you way. feel you've accomplished that i don't know i guess i think so <laughs> <laughs> enough in so that way. you're happy with in it, right? some way that like yeah uh, sometimes people will be like oh i haven't really heard anything like that which is the main goal really yeah right now. i like that yeah. uh before we continue hey matt right mm-hmm. do uh vince or vince do you go by vince or vincent any form of Vincent is cool with me. Right now, he's just happy. He's just trying to breathe. Will you open that door for him real quick? <laughs> yeah, let's let him. Right. Let's oh, let yeah. him breathe a little bit. <laughs> Thank you all. Yeah, definitely, man. Sound great in there. Sound great. Thank you. That uh, that sound right there is to let everyone know that the door is opening. That's how, <laughs> that's how we let everyone know. Uh, so, as far as the Tampa music scene, I want to talk Tampa music scene with you. Sure. Yeah. Tampa we all got Bay to say about it. music yeah. scene. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you know. We um we did a we did a little pre recording session earlier today uh, with a band called uh, Tyler Bryant and the uh, Shakedowns, uh, who are here from Nashville and they gave us some insight about Nashville. You guys will hear that 
on um, the uh, in, in a couple of weeks on the episode coming up. We're going to let you guys hear a little taste of that. But one of the f- most fascinating things that they shared about the Nashville scene, what that surprised me, because I've heard so much to the contrary of this, was that it was such a nice, tight-knit community. Yeah. And I was like, what part of Nashville are you guys talking about? Because everything I've heard about Nashville is that it's cutthroat, it's yeah. it's heartless. If you if you go there with a soul, you're not going to leave with one. That's a little hyperbolic. I, I've only heard that in but my brain. effect, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. But like, I would say here in the Tampa Bay area, the mm. music scene here very much is like that. We're all, we all seem to be in each other's corner. Mm-hmm. We all seem to, you know, kumbaya and let's, let's everybody, hey, you, you play music? Come on. Let's yeah. play some music. Hey, you, you want to, like even you and I have talked about getting together and writing a little yes, bit. Yes, yeah. And I find that so fascinating. And I wonder if that's been your experience here in Tampa too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely like everyone's extremely nice. Like, you know, um, I mean, we, Vincent and I have been playing together since we were 13. So it's almost like, you know, we don't, we don't really think about it. But Matt met, you know, me through a basis that we used to have. And he pretty much just came over and I was like, let's start learning the songs. And that was it. <laughs> we just started yeah. playing. Isn't that so how, often how it happens, right? <laughs> yeah, because it happened with Cameron too. I was like, because, you know, I, we kind of knew each other because, uh, you know, he joined this year pretty much. And I was just like, hey, do you play bass? Because you're like a dependable person and you're a good <laughs> musician. And I think you play bass. I'm not sure. Uh, so, because I know him as a guitar player pretty much. And he was like, sure. And then we just kind of started in. So, yeah, there's definitely a very like openness yeah. Um, I do think we have to be careful, though, because a lot of us get stuck in playing with the same people all the time. And it's so easy to do, especially because we don't play live that often right now. We're just like maybe whenever we get asked kind of thing, like maybe five, six times a year. And, uh, you know, it's easy when you don't play that often to just kind of play with your friends. It's like, oh, true. You know, you got your bands you really like. It's like I'm trying to always make sure I'm like every time I'm scheduling with of the band we've never played with before, or haven't played with in like oh, so four you mean years. so you mean as far as like putting a bill together, mm-hmm. putting a show bill together? Yeah, you always end up playing with the same bands. It happens a I lot. I see what you're saying. Yeah, there. okay. Although it, it used to be worse. Honestly, it's it's really good now. I, I mean, people are I think are getting better about it in general. All right. But, um. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 yeah. go let's go a little deeper here. Yeah. Who's your favorite band to be on a bill with in town? Well, like, there's bands that I really like to listen to, which sure. I guess, you know, the like, some of my favorites are, like, um, Blake Daniels has always been one of my favorites. Blake Daniels is great. Um, I always like the Jackets. Always yep. been a huge Jackets fan. Um, so, like, those are kind of like... Why? Uh, just their style is, like, um, you know, just kind of in that pocket of, like, clean, like, 70s-ish style stuff that I, you know just like makes you feel comfortable right away type yeah. thing because I really gravitate towards like music that's very comforting to me mm-hmm. um, and so like both of those kind of have that sound and it like you know makes me feel that way interesting uh, what about you guys you guys probably have I, I mean I when he asked that question too yeah. I was thinking um, like the first band locally that comes to mind for me is House of I yeah of course I like I, I know them personally but I also like to dance to their music like yeah. just gives me a crazy energy that's so, yeah. interesting because i've yeah. heard a lot about this band house of i oh, oh yeah i mean I've they've heard... been rocking it for so they've been here just like grinding for so long have they really because oh, i yeah. thought that they were a brand new band they've been here since i think 2012 2013 really, really? before us and um mm-hmm. and then you know danny's got his other project blonde gentleman now too huh um, and they they both have been just like grinding so hard like they're doing so much stuff like recording other bands uh, playing a ton of shows, both of them. 
Okay. That's pretty crazy. All right. So, as far as the band, okay, that's the band you like. Yeah. Give me a horror story. A horror story? Yeah. Band uh, you played with that you're like, never again. I be d- the warner. Well, be I the can't. warning for the rest of the band. I can't. I don't want to call anybody out. All right. Someone, someone did not show up to a show one time, and I was like, I've never seen this before in my life. Yeah. But they apparently were having like a, a mental issue, and I was like, okay, well, I understand. Was it that they I lost their television later. remote? No. <laughs> I think they just, they have, me- they have mental issues I didn't know going in. I just, I didn't even know them that well. Sure. So you usually don't, you don't know people that well sometimes when you book them. You might not have even met them. I've definitely you know reach out to bands who who have just it did happen recently where someone canceled and i didn't really get an explanation but um you know you just don't know who you're working with sometimes and that also goes back to like i said i'm going to contradict myself constantly on here because <laughs> i'm a gemini okay. and that's what i do mm, okay uh but you know there's also you know it is easier to work with people you know because you know you can depend on them and like stuff go wrong with a show is like it's like here it's like on a clock you know you got to make sure you know you got to make sure you're not everything goes smoothly because if it doesn't, like it really messes up the whole night. I mean, that particular night we just played a slightly longer set. Um, we did bring a band in from out of town too, who didn't seem happy about it too. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could get that. They're you know they're on tour. They're trying to yeah make a living sure yeah. yeah. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh man, this isn't going well. Mm-hmm. But um, you know it it doesn't happen too often, really. I mean, yeah, every every experience and we've been playing. We've been a band since 2014, so like. Right throughout all those shows like I, I really can't think of anything yeah other than that one what's your favorite local venue to play at oh <sighs> I don't yep. know I, I mean I like New World because it's really close to my house and it's very clean <laughs> and the beer is really good and yeah. uh, sound is good and there's good people like you know it's hard to fill the room because it's big it's a big room and when you're playing like, compared to the old show, one. Oh yeah so like you know, and you anymore, like, I really want to, if I play a place, I want to be able to, like, you know, deliver on that promise of, like, we're going to bring people to this show. And it really, like, stinks when you got a 350-person room and, like, there's only 100, and that's a good night, you know? Well, it's a funny thing. Um, and here's a little tip for that I learned secondhand, and it may even just be an urban legend, but uh-huh. um, the Rolling Stones, uh-huh. their tour manager, right? Apparently, he did two things for every single show that he booked for the Rolling Stones. uh uh-huh. One, he would call or send a letter because this was back in you know late fifties, essentially. Oh wow! Um, he would call or he would send a letter to to the um, the local newspaper in every single city yeah. that he booked the band in, and he would tell them at he would tell those newspapers how terrible this new band, the Rolling Stones, are <laughs> anonymously, and that they have no business selling out a show at this one room in this one place. There's no reason for it. It's ridiculous. You should check them out because they're so bad. I don't know how they got this. Yeah. And two, they would only book rooms they knew they could sell out. So even if the room was 30 people. Right, right. They would book that room. And so every single show they had for that first tour was sold out. Yep. And looked packed in all of those press photos and got free press from every single one. That's why I always try to, like, if a band's coming in from out of town, I'm like, play the Benz. Just play the Benz. Because, like... That room is so small, you can put 20 people in there, and it's always a good time. It's true. And there's always more than 20 people that are just there anyway. And and it's like, there is a culture of music there. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's that's the places you want to look for. And if someone's coming in from out of town, that's what you want to do is, like, be immediately, like, ingratiated in the, in the be a part of the music culture if you can. Yeah, um, absolutely. And they've held up, you know, like, I mean... The, they survived. Yeah, they're... 
you know they're they're doing you say what you will about the bends everyone has their things but it, they have that reputation or whatever because you know you love them or you love to hate them type of thing you know well that's the old <laughs> adage of you yeah. know if people love you or if people hate you you're going to be fine yeah but mediocrity is where art goes to die mm-hmm. yeah 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 i just made that up oh good that's wow that's true, yeah you can put that on a t-shirt that's fine i think it's um, gonna go on tiktok it's probably where it's gonna go so i'm glad you said that because <laughs> i wanted to bring up tiktok yeah sure. i want to zoom out a little bit all right we're talking about the tampa bay music scene yeah i know that you're pretty active online and i like that i think that's smart in the digital age of music and social media and everything like that and as resistant as we might want to be yeah the reality is it's not even that that's where music is going it's already there yeah. We already see songs hitting, you know, the top 10, top 5 on the Billboard strictly from their TikTok streams. Yeah. It's amazing. This has already happened numerous times. It's insane. I mean, Fleetwood Mac made it back onto the top 40 yeah, because... after 40 years because of a guy drinking ocean spray, yeah. cranberry juice on a skateboard and it... filming himself on TikTok. <laughs> and next thing you know, they're back on the top 10. That guy's got a van from t- from Ocean Spray and oh like a, a $100,000 contract and everything. <laughs> And lives were changed from yeah, one video. I know. That's the age that we live in. You have no idea what's going to happen. Like no idea. Uh, my friend Bob, who just moved here, he's a musician, a really good singer. He uh, is, did a TikTok recently of like a bunch of different like emo pop punk uh, impersonations from different bands uh, doing uh, woo wop. Uh, so like doing his like, um, well, it's it's kind of bad to say, but like you <laughs> yeah. know, just like a woo wop, you'll know what it is. But uh, yeah, his video got really popular. Like. Um, uh, like we were when we were young, like yep. us, like the posted concert? it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And really? Yeah, and like, but he got one of his favorite bands to follow him, and wow. so he got like I think probably like three hundred thousand views now. Nice. <laughs> but you know like, what's crazy? Actually, is yeah. I don't know how this happened. Jordan and I talked about this before, but somehow we looked up board again, or he did a while back. Oh yeah, and there were like kids like all around the country or not country the, the world the world like in India or wherever they yeah. were like they had the board again song on in the background they were doing a TikTok to it we were like, like how did this it. happen like I had no I, I looked at it like a year later when I realized you could look at like the official song and then figure out <laughs> who used it <laughs> yeah who used it and I was like what the heck oh man no so you went you went kind of viral there huh uh, no not really no not really so it was it's like five good, like, people it was yeah uh, it was like five six kids hey still we're pretty sure they don't know how they got that song. They, yeah. right. <laughs> they just stumbled on it. Yeah. 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 So do you do you feel like you have gotten do you feel like you have social media and like TikTok and Instagram and all that figured out? No, I mean I go through big periods. I'm kinda in one maybe up until a few days ago where I'm like, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And then I just kinda like am busy personally and I'm like, uh, whatever. And then I just kinda leave it. So like sometimes I get into spots where I am pretty consistent with it and everything and like I do know sort of what videos will work. But um, I realized with the last one um, that I did have like get to a decent amount of plays was um, like I didn't have that song ready. So I'm like, man, you like you really should have the song like almost ready to go, or maybe it's like gonna release in like a month, just in case it does go viral. Because then, like, people were asking in comments, like, oh, where's the song? I'm like, it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, those people are gone now. Like, missed the boat. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can repost that same one, and hopefully it finds them. But, like, you know, you can't guarantee it. And you can even comment and reply to them. Right. But by then, like, the interest is like, who is this right. again? Like, yeah. They've already moved so on. Much, yeah. The uh, the goldfish attention span is real yeah. these days. Yeah. yeah. I remember uh, about 12, 10, 12 years ago, I remember um, being told that, 
the human attention span was like 12 seconds. Uh-huh. And now it's like three. Wow. At this point. Mm. In, in other words, those of you who are listening to us on the radio right now, if you just turned on your radio right now and you're still listening right now after I just started this sentence, yeah. then we're, we probably have Starting them. over. Yeah, because that was more than three <laughs> seconds just like that. Yeah. Which, by the way, you're listening to Live Music Showcase yeah. here on 88.5 okay. with Jordan Esker and the 100% live in studio here. That's what we call a reset. I should do those every three seconds. Uh, yeah. We'd really be in luck. Nice. So let me ask you this. Again, broad spectrum, uh-huh. right? And everything that we're talking about right now kind of culminates into this single thought. Uh-huh. The, the music world is still in a state of transition. And to me, that state of transition started in the early 2000s when uh, Napster came yeah. about and then you know digital downloading came about, and piracy came about, all that stuff. Yeah. That changed it. it torpedoed the music industry for a few minutes for for a few years real, realistically and changed it and then it had to change again and go to streaming platforms and then it had to change again because visual media was so much more important mm-hmm. because now everybody's got a camera in their pocket so we're constantly in this state of flux mm-hmm. still currently today and you tell me if I'm how old are you remind me uh, 31 you're 31 okay so so you and I are, are in a similar age group and we uh-huh. both kind of grew up watching that change we're both old enough to remember the days when the only way to get a song was to wait for it on the radio, was to go down to the store and buy it on a CD, was to uh, listen to it on a TV show or in a movie or maybe catch it in there. They usually Napster it or something. Or, or a late night show, yeah. Or, but before that even is hey, what true, I'm saying. True, true, yeah. yeah. Uh, or go listen to them live. And yeah. that was it. Those were the only ways to consume music. And now there's so many ways to consume yeah. music and make your head spin. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Huh. Just hypothetically... In the next 10 years, assuming society still exists and everything yeah. like that, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Where do you, Jordan Esker, think that music is going to go in terms of technology, in terms of... So what I mean by uh-huh. that is like, are we going to go all the way digital? Are guitars going to be a thing of the past, do you think? Do you think we're going to go into nothing but synth and and SBDS pads? <laughs> and, and I'm a big believer in the, in the 15 to... 20 year cycle mm-hmm. so like you know what do you mean by that like so every, you know things come back like you know grunge and uh, grunge influenced pop it's really not real grunge but like you know grunge influenced pop and everything and like I said with emo it's all coming back so strong right now that like you know it's just funny because we go to like shows and we're like we're just listening to all those songs like it's classic rock now they're playing on the PA <laughs> and so you know I just I think everything's going to come back but um, there is a big belief that music is once again like a service so now it's like you know playing live shows is important that is how you make your money um but then with sync licensing and everything that's another service you're providing your music as as a service um you know selling your stuff i don't know i mean there is unique merch out there it's really for the diehard fans um like there is some unique merch of some bands i just keep looking at i've been looking at for like six months and i'm like am i gonna buy that i don't know so i don't know I'm, i'm probably not the best example but i think I think the niche merch will probably stick around. Um, I don't know how you're going to sell music anymore because it's really just a merch piece now. Vinyl is a merch piece. Um, but I, I think live performances, I, I definitely think um, live streaming and, and some type of you know virtual performance will, will absolutely be a thing that we'll all be, be bemoaning when it really becomes a thing and, it, and technology catches up. But we'll have to do it, you know. 
like yeah. some like some of the, the performances they did on um, uh, what's that one video game over um, some big artist did like some performances where they you know it looks like you're in a crowd Minecraft was it Minecraft <laughs> I, think it, I think someone did a show on it wasn't Roblox or something like that okay Roblox it, it could was, have been that too but it this is my them, point yeah. but this is actually exactly my point everything you just said right. twenty years ago. They would have thought you were speaking another language. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? A song in a in a video game? Yes, yeah, someone could come from bit? the future right what? now and be like this, this, and this. Yeah, and be like whoa, mm-hmm. but <laughs> right, it's it, yeah, it changes so fast and like, but it's it's always been like that. I think it's just changing so much more rapidly now. Yeah, you know, but you just have to get used to change. It's like I've forgotten about. I'm still pretty slow at change, but I've forgotten about like the the pain of change a long time Bam. ago, which there is a really good life lesson in general there's so many life lessons we get out of music but like that's a big one it's like when like stuff changes at work it's like whatever Mm -hmm. who cares if you don't if you don't accept the fact as a musician if you're in it for the long haul Mm -hmm. if you don't accept the fact that change is part of what you're doing that the world around you has to have room to change too yeah then at a certain point you're gonna stop and you're gonna look around and you're gonna say man the world has left me behind right and now I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to be your problem. I think your music stands on its own. I okay. think it's going to stand the test of time, too. I'm really excited to see what you do with the rest of your career. Jordan Esker and The 100%. What do you think about hearing another song? Yeah, we'll play a new one now, actually. Yeah, new, new. This is the one that, that got really popular on on the, the TikTok video. And so I ended up releasing it because of that. This is the one. This is the big one. The TikTok famous... <laughs> It's going to be great. It's Jordan Esker and the 100%. Sorry. No, you're good. Jordan Esker and the 100% here on Live Music Showcase. <laughs> on next week's Live Music Showcase, we have Ro Joma coming into the studio. They've been on the show a couple of times, although they haven't been on since I've been on. So I'm really looking forward to getting into some interesting conversations with uh, Mr. Joe Roma who is the uh, lead singer of Rojoma. That's nice. a big con- that's a uh, yeah, it's a con- it's a coincidence, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. All right, man, take it away.
You're listening to Live Music Showcase here on 88.5. We're live in studio with Jordan Esker and the 100%. You know what? Let's go ahead and hear one more, and then I'm going to uh, let everyone know at home all the wonderful people that are involved here on the show. And by the way, if you're listening to this show right now, this show and all the other shows here on WMNF are powered by one thing, and that's you. Listeners just like you. Listeners just like you who go to WMNF.org and hit the tip jar and donate whatever they can to help us keep the lights on here, help us get fancy new uh, microphones just like this and be able to have these awesome bands in this studio every week after week just like we do. Have this awesome camera equipment, these lighting, all everything in here is a direct result of the donations that you decide to donate. So go ahead and do it right now. WMNF.org, hit the tip jar and donate whatever you can. You know what, I tell you what, we'll go ahead and let everybody know what's going on right now. Our sound mixer today is sound mixer Mark Perfetti, the man making everything sound so good. Audio assistant is Pan Robinson. Post-production is Richard Stone. Video director today is Ben Italis. Our cameras are Marcy Connors, Ed Lehman, and Micaiah Caldwell. Board op today is Charlie Cushing. And our social media today is Erica Flaskamp and Bree Shoemaker. Thank you so much for everything that you guys all do here at the station and... For everything you do here at Live Music Showcase, it means the world to us, especially this uh, particularly long day that we had today. So thanks, everybody, for all that you do. Uh, Jordan, I'll tell you what, before we go, if you had your biggest fan right in front of you right now, standing right in front of you, looking at that camera right there, sure. what would you say to him? Um, go listen to our recent releases. That one? Oh, hi. <laughs> um, we put a lot of music out this year, and we put an album out last year. Um, called Pika, so please go check that out. We're playing at the Benz, the Benz, um, in November 25th. It's just a Friday, so beauty. Come on out, awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, I won't keep you any longer, but uh, I just want to say it's always good to hang out with you, and let's uh, let's get together should. and do that writing session real oh, soon. Oh yeah, for sure. Thank yeah, you man. for having us. Y'all did an amazing job. This next one's called Game in the Yard. It's a one that's unreleased. What's go this ahead. one about? This one, uh, spending too much time working and not enough and being stressed about not working on music when I'm not working on it. Is that what, is that something that you often have a problem with? Oh yeah, it's the story of my life. That's the story of your life? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, if you could be spending, how much time would you spend on music if you could spend? Three hours a day. That's it? That's enough. That's enough? Mm-hmm. Three hours a day? Do you hours. think that's enough for any musician out there to... Some days, maybe, like, if you really got to push it out, maybe, like, get to up to four or five, but it gets diminishing after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, take it away, man. Okay. You're listening to Live Music Showcase. We're live in studio with Jordan Esker and the 100%. Coming up after this is Reverend Billy and the Rhythm Revival. Great show, deep dive show about rock and roll music from the 50s and 60s and beyond. It's uh, it's a good listen. Make sure you guys stick around for that. And uh, this is WMNF Tampa. All right. Support for WMNF comes from our listeners like you and Replay Guitar Exchange in South Tampa, specializing in new, used, and vintage guitars, amps, and related gear. Replay Guitar Exchange's mission is to provide the right guitar to the right player for the right reasons. More at replayguitarexchange.com. Wondering what anyone's thinking of. 
a novelty instrument from Hawaii, is now one of the hottest instruments in music. Even Eddie Vedder plays the ukulele. Uke it out. WMNF's 7th Annual Ukulele Festival at Cage Brewing. There will be over a dozen ukulele performers. You'll hear traditional, reggae, rock, blues, country, Hawaiian, and more. And if you have a ukulele, bring it, because there's a ukulele open jam, a Jerry Garcia of the ukulele contest, and free ukulele lessons. WMNF's 7th Annual Ukulele Festival, Saturday, December 3rd at Cage Brewing in St. Pete. Doors open at 2. Kids 12 and under, free. For tickets and info, go to WMNF.org or call 813-238-8001. I just- 